and welcome to the Growing Happy Families podcast, where we aim to help you clarify your goals for your family, understand what makes your family members tick, and work out what helps you to get along better. This podcast is in no way an expert directive on how you should be parenting your children. After all, you are the experts on your family. But it is my sincere hope that you might hear something that helps you feel supported and understood as you go about the business of raising your next generation. My name is Kim Leone, and I'm here today talking with my lovely co-host and pal, Mari Perks. Well, good morning. Good morning. On this lovely sunny January day. And blue sky today. and I have to say, a garden full of snowdrops. Oh, how wonderful. It's beautiful. I've got about three so far, but I'm, I'm hopeful. They're on their way. Anymore. They're on their way. Super. So, Kim, today, feeling well and sunny. Have, yes. What's been on your mind well, recently? Because of all the excitement about the presidential inauguration and all that that entailed, um, I, I was sort of quite feeling quite hopeful and optimistic, actually, at the moment. I think that, you know, it's, it's great to see the positivity that came out of that. But also, I was very impressed by Amanda Gorman's poem that she read out called The Hill We Climb, which was just a fantastic poem. And I really, I mean, she was very gracious in her delivery and you're very courageous for a 22-year-old to be standing there and doing that. But one thing that struck me, and it was, it was um, a comment made in an email that I, um, from someone I follow about something she said in that poem, which was that the country was not broken but unfinished. And, and as I was sort of just reading that, it just really hit me like a, a bit of a bolt out of the blue that that might be really important as a way of reframing sometimes what happens with children. And sometimes when they behave in a way that we don't find acceptable or they, you know, they develop bad habits, shall we say, we kind of consider that they are broken in some way or they may have a condition, you know, or a special um, educational need or disability that we kind of regard in that way as, as a kind of a fault or a break, a break in, in what should be. And, and I thought, you know, if you reframe that towards unfinished, it really changes the focus and the look of what you're seeing and, and kind of brings in some very different thought processes, I think. And I just thought that would be a good thing to kind of unpack a bit today. Mm. I think particularly when you talk about it in terms of children, mm. because, I, well, I'm not a child and I consider myself still to be unfinished. Mm. But when, when we apply it to children, it's almost like stating the obvious, I'm guessing, in my head, that children are unfinished. I think you're talking about it in a deeper way. It is sort of. I mean, they are unfinished. You know, we're all, as you say, a work in progress. We never kind of reach that finishedness, do we? We, But we do have something to aim for. But children don't necessarily know at that point what they're aiming for. They just know 
that something is not quite right. And so their behavior is um, something that Betty Lou Bettner and Amy Lou said in their, in their fam fabulous books on the crucial seas. But, you know, a child does not just misbehave. They misbehave. It's a solution, a misguided solution to a problem. And they're trying to find a way of, of not feeling bad. And, and so they're, you know, in their own way, they don't see it as a misbehavior. They see it as a way of trying to get what they need in life. So thinking about unfinished as opposed to broken, broken implies that you've got to jump in with something to fix that thing that is broken. Whereas if you talk about unfinished, it's not about fixing. It starts being, how do I help develop? It becomes support. And that's a really different picture. So I think in terms of using that thought with kids, you know, with your own family sort of thing at home, especially now in lockdown with lots of stuff going on in a very small space, you know, it's a, it's a really good way of just tweaking our view and thinking okay so you know little Tommy's just kicked off and he's having a bit of a meltdown because he can't watch the telly he's got to do his schoolwork online if I consider what's going on for him what's the unfinished bit what does he need support with and it's not oh he needs support with maths it's what's underneath that I mm. think that I'm thinking about if that that's a very long-winded way of answering your question Maybe. And I'm listening very carefully to words, and and you know that I'm a very visual thinker. Mm. Um, and in my mind is is this sense of of hands on play that yes. as adults, particularly as parents, and and I sometimes say as grandparents, is we are we are part of the if you like the molding process, the 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 working towards enabling the child to become yeah. um and you've mentioned a lockdown and i know that there's a lot of parents out there who feel so overwhelmed by everything that they're expected to do that being the ability to be able to stand back and take a um a clear and dispassionate overview to see what's actually going on yeah absolutely is it has deserted them because they just haven't got the headspace for it so how could how can we that's a really good way of a really good way of kind of painting a picture if you like because it, it if we look at that idea then maybe parents are in firefighter mode because there's so many things coming oh i've got to put that fire out I've got to put this fire out and one of those fires may be the fact that the kids don't want to do their online work, for instance, or they're pulling each other's hair or whatever, that the actual idea of unfinished and, and what do they need to learn does allow that step back and to say, okay, so they, yes, they need to learn not to pull each other's hair, but what's beneath that? What's making that seem like a good idea today? What is it that they really need? underneath mm. so and, and it's really nice to look at needs because I think children's needs I mean there's the, the idea of 
Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is is to do with, um, and we could maybe I need to put this out on the the website to go with the podcast, but it, it it's a sort of um, a staged levels of needs. So safety and safety is at the first bottom sort of fundamental level, and then things going upwards towards the top, which is about self. I've forgotten the word. Self actualization. That's what it is. Self actualization. That's the bit at the top. It is a big word. And what it actually means is, boy, we've got all those other things down below all sorted out now, and we can concentrate on becoming, really becoming what we should be. But uh, if anything is not there, we slip back down because we have to get those needs addressed first before we can deal with actualizing anything. So, safety and food and you know adequate sleep and looking being looked after help you know human contact and love and those sort of things come further down the scale and if they're not there then we will make whatever kind of behavior that helps to get those needs fulfilled so with small people they don't know quite how to get those needs fulfilled in some ways they are not able to do so because they you know they don't have the skill or the experience or the money i i wonder as well with because with small people particularly very small people Mm -hmm. they they perhaps don't even recognize some of the bits that they're missing absolutely because we look at the obvious of you can't meet with your friends you can't you know have the structure of school what have you but there's the bit that says sometimes at school I can access time out and go to a quiet place that that I can take myself away from everything that's happening yeah or um sometimes at school I can go into this lesson once a week and that's my absolute joy because that's always there and whether it's football or painting or and and with a busy home especially if there are siblings mum or dad or both are, are working from home as well and trying to squeeze in all the schoolwork. Sometimes for me, it's even the tiny things that, that a child particularly can't voice, or sometimes Absolutely. even big things that they can't put into words. Yeah, well, I mean, it's there are hard. sometimes when us grown-ups have trouble putting things into words about what we need. We just know we kind of feel, ah, don't we, sometimes. So how much harder for little people can it be? Um, That actually brings up something else, which was something I heard the other day, and I can't quite remember where it was, but somebody was mentioning that their small people have have only just become school-aged, and yet they're not at school. They're not able to be at school. And what little bit of school they have had in the last year has been very fragmented and not normal. And they've still had to be in a socially kind of abnormal sense that they've not been with just allowed to be and this is possibly going to cause some interesting behavior when when things do loosen up and we are allowed to go back to a little bit more of a social life Um, Mm. so it's going to be interesting to see how that's going to um, kind of come out especially in small people who have not had the opportunity to socialize up to now Yes, I, th- I think one of the things I've noticed about this lockdown in terms of 
my perception of the expectations of parents and children mm. is that this time around it's far more structured and they're much greater expectations and targets need to be met mm. whereas the first time around it was more organic there were targets but parents could be a little bit more creative about how those targets were met yeah um as long as the key bits like the spellings and the reading were done every day it wasn't so tied into you have to get all of these things done every day even with and I'm related to somebody who works with nursery age children they have targets they have to meet every day Mm. and so it becomes much more structured I don't know if that's a word you know but mm. parents are much slightly more straight this time yeah. and and there's a legal requirement now to to reach targets that wasn't necessarily explicit yeah. in the first lockdown so I can't, I, I, I can't really kind of talk about the like the legal requirements and targets and things in school but I suppose yeah. what really strikes me about that whole process is the fact that Going back to this idea of unfinished, how do we support the children and in fact us as, as therapists and coaches and people who you know work in parent education and parent support, how do we support people to manage all these things when they, they're in a situation where they're really not expected to be? They didn't know that they were going to be homeschooling their children and and also while holding down a job which, where they have to have Zoom calls every 10 seconds because they're trying to talk to their boss or their customers or whatever. So, you know, there's an awful lot going on. But I just think if we can look at the idea of unfinished, what's needed, mm-hmm. labelling children, which is the kind of the broken idea, saying, you know, this is a bad child or this is a misbehaving thing because... You know, you can't do that. Yeah, but why? Why can't you Mm. do that? We have a a knowledge that the children don't share in. So we have to remember, you know, that they need educating to know Mm. why that's not acceptable. Mm. Um, And it's very difficult when we're busy running around trying to put out fires, especially if Mm. we've got two or three children who are all doing different lots of homeschool stuff. You know, that's yes. like asking, you're asking your one parent who's in charge of that um, session that day, for instance, to be three people's different teachers. Because at school, there's three different teachers. Yeah. There's a and, lot going on. Yes. And what just popped into my mind there was um, the first blog I put on my website was about achievable goals. And actually, with these these lovely children and the parents we're we're actually putting out what for some are absolutely achievable goals we can do this we can you know can do but for others who are I mean it's basic we've said already the parents themselves are are unfinished sure uh, not broken and dealing with children who are unfinished not broken and trying to manage all of that is there something in that little bit in there that is rather than be self-critical about what you haven't achieved actually stand back and look at what you have achieved 
Oh, for sure. That's so important. And I think that ties in with the self-care idea um, that I was talking about last time and that we talked about earlier on um, before we started recording, that there is something about self-care and it starts with you. It does not start with doing the firefighting and then put you at the back of the queue and the back of the queue and the back of the queue because you will end up falling down. Whereas if you resource yourself first, as the person who's running around and trying to keep everybody else standing up, you're in a much better position. So self-care has got to be the first thing. And I know it, it sounds counterintuitive to say, look after you first when there's 16 fires to be put out. But actually, if you, you don't have to have like a whole hour of laying down and having a nap, that would be lovely, don't get me wrong. But what we can do is we can take five minutes to go outside and just release a few breaths and let some tension out. Or we can have a cup of tea and sit down and say, you know, like engage with the kids, but also take time and give them some interest, something of interest to do or pay some attention to what they're doing on their online thing. So it gives them a bit of, okay, this is what we're going to do while we have a little break um, and it can all happen in a kind of an organic way I like that word organic you know it allows things mm. to flow and move and grow without yeah. trying to kind of force the square peg into the round hole let's look at that round little round peg that goes in that round hole what does it need to be put into that round hole mm. so, and I, I'm aware that we are I think probably coming to the end of our yeah. time just for yeah. today which has gone so quick I could sit and listen to you for hours Kim um and talking about firefighting and and also first aid you don't go into anything any situation rescue situation picking stuff up situation without first making sure that you are safe Absolutely. equipped yes. know what you're doing yes. and and feel resilient yeah in yeah. terms of doing that thing and so it's it is that thing about not expecting to sit for an hour but you know maybe if I, I had a little picture yeah. of let's all have a picnic on the floor for a quarter yeah. of an hour yes exactly. you like to have let's get the pom bears other crisps are available sorry yes. pom bears. um let's have a, a a baby chino and a hot chocolate or whatever yeah, yeah. and just just talk about What's Nothing. going on? How are you feeling? What's going on? Yeah. How's the day going? What should we plan for tomorrow or the weekend? And yeah. that it doesn't have to be big stuff. I mean, even that phrase you started with from the poem that not broken but unfinished was the first time you said it to me. I went, oh, Yeah, yeah, wow. that's how it got me. And how insightful for such a, a relatively young person yeah. to to have that amount of creativity and confidence and depth. insight to bring us yeah. and depth to bring those words. But yeah. thank you for sharing them with us again today. I'm definitely going to seek that whole poem out online because I didn't hear it first yeah. time. But. I, I think it's well worth a listen. I'm sure it's on YouTube or somewhere because it was just too good to have disappeared into nowhere. Um, so I would definitely recommend it. And if I can find a link to it, I will put it on the on the uh, on the podcast too. But I just yeah, I don't know whether it was um, 
a particularly kind of together bit of talking. I feel like I may have wandered a little bit, but it was, it's such a big subject. It was such a big subject. And there's so much that we could talk about. So hopefully it's been, somebody can get something from it. That's the main thing. Well, I, I think if it's helpful to know, I've gone from the vision of something in pieces that you're trying to find all the pieces and pull together mm. to this this sense of having clay in your hands and and mm. and having that the gift of of being able to to shape that clay but recognizing that it is shapeable and reshapeable and but also that it has its own life and self determination as well yeah. that I've might be a windy path but I've enjoyed it oh that's lovely (laughs) thank you I look forward to our next because part of what happens is when you respond and you know it it brings up more thoughts and I think that makes the whole conversation richer so I thank you for that as well and and I look forward to our next adventure together so thank you can't wait see you soon you're welcome see you soon Bye. bye Okay, so that's it today. Thanks for listening. We hope it's given you some thoughts and ideas to help you growing your happy family. And we'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks to Mari for co-hosting. Mari's got a podcast as well called Intentional Conversations about counselling and therapy. And thank you to Mick Parks for the musical contributions that are on here too. If you'd like to know more about the ways that we could work together or you'd like to give us feedback about the podcast or suggestions for uh, future episodes, please go to our website at heartfeltthinking.com. And my name is Kim Leone and this has been the Growing Happy Families podcast where we aim to help you clarify your goals for your family, understand what makes your family members tick and work out what helps you to get along better. See you soon.